power corrupts. We have a story coming out of Dunedin that is a prime example of putting someone in any position of power, no matter how big or small, and how it corrupts, as I said. Uh, Hello, (laughs) and welcome. A bit of a messy start, and welcome to the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast. Comedy, commentary, and conversation. As always, please remember to like, subscribe, share, comment. Thank you very much. Now, today, I don't have a lot of time, so this is going to be a very quick episode. I do want to point out, well, not point out, I do want to say, though, uh, that tomorrow I want to go into weaponized compassion and automatic consistency, because I think it says a lot about the last two to three years, and it can explain a lot of this uh, mass psychosis style thing that we've seen. So I will go into that tomorrow, probably probably be a longer episode. Also, I've had a few comments and a bit of feedback from yesterday's episode about the seven rugby players rejecting the Pride jersey, and I'll talk about that tomorrow as well, because it fits in actually with weaponized compassion and the automatic consistency. And I will talk about that tomorrow, and I really appreciate everyone who got back to me and commented, and even if you disagree with me. So I will respond to some of those comments in tomorrow's episode. But as I said, I better get on with today's story because I have about 5 to 10 minutes at the most. So in Dunedin, the mayor tells... Is it mayor or mayor? Mayor. Mayor. We'll go with mayor. In Dunedin, the mayor tells nurse her anti-transgender views are repugnant at public meeting. So a a nurse got in the, the into the council meeting. It's a Zoom meeting. Still having these Zoom things. And the Dunedin Mayor, Aaron Hawkins, was scolded by a colleague for calling a resident's anti-transgender views repugnant at a council meeting. A nurse, Jennifer Scott, spoke at the Dunedin City Council's public forum on Tuesday, equating the inclusion of transgender people in public spaces, such as community halls, sports facilities and public bathrooms, to child abuse. Scott argued against the validity of transgender identities and claimed trans women in changing rooms made people fear for their safety, a long-standing and debunked argument by anti-transgender activists. And if you click on their long-standing and debunked argument, it goes to a Vox article. So debunked? No. And also also saying that trans women in changing rooms made people fear for their safety. Are you telling people that what they're feeling about it is wrong? Because I thought that we had to justify and everything was about feelings feeling facts are feelings over facts isn't it anyway so this nurse basically what's it's a little bit confusing this article but they are attacking this nurse who got up there and it does seem like more and more people are standing up to this as you saw yesterday with the pride jerseys and the players standing up and so the brave people are beginning to push back and i think it's because people are finally seeing what's going on it's a it seems to have been a very slow process maybe it'll snowball from here but it's very very interesting what i'll do is i'll play uh, the video and then it's only a couple of minutes about a minute long minute and a half long but it's pretty fascinating this is the the nurse first followed by the dunedin mayor the trans community embraced by the rainbow community flouts the idea that one can be born on the wrong body and that a boy can identify as a female if he feels like it In Otago, the DCC is currently funding the painting of a rainbow flag on the street at the airport, I think it is. 
The DCC is currently funding the Otiputi Youth Centre, which hosts the Rainbow Community and its inclusive behaviour. The DCC should not condone abuse on children in any area of their business. Uh, <laughs> um, hard to know where to go from there. I just want to put it on record that um, I, I find that hard to listen to and uh, it's at very least uh, distasteful, if not repugnant, in my view. Uh, and I'm proud to be involved in an organisation that supports groups in our community uh, to be inclusive and accessible, uh, ex inclusive of people um, and and who they and who they are. Uh, point of order. Point of order. So you just heard the Dunedin Mayor there. I'll just pause it. We'll play the rest in a second. Obviously, they didn't. On the stuff article, they didn't play the entire woman's uh, speech there or her presentation. They didn't play the entire thing. Probably a bit long, or, or don't know. Don't know why they didn't play the whole thing, but they didn't. They cut it. The next councillor then says that this nurse giving her opinion was in violation of council rules, but this was not upheld. Um, but then the next interaction between the councillor, between a, a particular councillor and the mayor, shows exactly how power corrupts and i'll say it oh i'll play that in a second i just want to go to the end of the article and see, look how they treat this nurse who came out and said these things um scott which is the nurse said she wanted to speak out as a registered nurse stuff under <laughs> stuff understands she lost her job in 2021 due to the voldemort virus mandate and was a voldemort virus activist so they went to her backstory and so they're trying to debunk her credibility by saying, look at her, she didn't. She lost her job. She didn't get with the collective and go along with the jab mandate. She's not a good person. Now look at her up there against the radical trans ideology and LGBT stuff. Look at her. What a horrible person. They're just framing her that way. Now you can agree with what this nurse said, obviously, or not. You maybe think maybe she took it too far. Maybe she didn't. That's not really, I mean, that's up to you to decide. And we should all be adults and be able to have those conversations. But I find it incredible to say that women aren't afraid. That's been debunked. You don't need to worry about that. Because even when women come out and say it, that they are afraid, you say, no, you're not. <laughs> you can't do that. You need to take it seriously. And this is the whole pushback on JK Rowling as well. Um, so as you can see, they're framing her as a villain, is the villain here. Anyway, I want to sh just play the, the last part of this video because one of the councillors and the mayor get a bit heated with each other, and it's pretty interesting. And this councillor is apparently running against Hawkins, who is the mayor, in the upcoming elections. And this councillor who's running against him agreed with the nurse's concerns about people with penises. <laughs> this is the article's terminology. People with penises. People with penises. I'm just a, I'm just a people with penis. Uh, <laughs> and anyway this councillor agreed with the nurses concerns about people with penises using women's changing rooms he said it would be embarrassing if someone with if someone with a vagina used the woman's room hawkins then interrupted to remind him he needed to ask a question now this is not just an interruption this is this is power being flung around so have a listen quite concerned about what you've just said in terms of uh, the minor pool situation 
And so I actually agree with your point that it is inappropriate and so do you have a question? For that to be happening. So I would like, yes, I do have a question. And if you just keep your uh, counsel in the interim, I will be able to ask it. Now, so how long has this been going on for? Is there, uh, might be embarrassing if you had the converse also true and, gene, you know, anatomical women coming into the men's changing room. They've just skipped the or edited the video a bit there, so just continuing it on. If you're a little bit confused about where that conversation went. So to me, the use of the family change room... Councillor, do you have a question? ...is an ideal. Yes, I do. Once again, if there is no need for you to interrupt, you can just wait for a few seconds till I get my question, please. Now... I'll ask it. I'll ask it when I'm ready. I need to pre... Um, no, you don't. You need to ask the question, Councillor. Yes, I do. So, there you go, and the video gets stopped there, and they've edited it in a way that is uh, interesting, to say the least. But that person asking for you to ask the question, no, you need to ask the question now, is the mayor. So we can't have adult conversations. The power has to be flung around, and that is two people, obviously, in uh, a headbutting with... They are headbutting. And are in direct competition. They're in direct competition. And what looks like hold very different views. And Dunedin, in the upcoming local elections, obviously has a choice to make here. And stuff may have done the people of Dunedin a favour. But that'll do for today. I just wanted to, I just thought that was some interesting, one, editing, two, story framing, and three, watching a, a New Zealand a local mayor in Dunedin throw his power around and call one of the locals who was brave enough to get up there and put her views forward, call her views repugnant. Now, regardless of what you think about this nurse's position, she's still brave enough to get up there and express them in an environment that is very not uh, supportive. A lot of the people speaking up do seem to be those that refuse the jab. Maybe they just... They've reached that point. They took a stand. They've leveled up in bravery and confidence. It's good to see. Okay, got to leave it there for today. As I said, I will be talking about weaponized compassion and automatic consistency tomorrow and addressing the comments that I got about yesterday's episode. So look forward to that one. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. This has been the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast.